Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to do a special episode all about some of the uh, biggest travel scams out there, so what to look out for and what to avoid. And we know some of y'all, it is coming up to be summertime very soon. It's around the corner, people. We know y'all are going to be traveling, so we hope you can avoid some travel scams, maybe save you a little bit of money, frustration, uh, and just peace of mind, you know? So uh, without further ado, I am joined by my fantastic co-host and uh, definitely one of my buddies that brings lots of peace of mind. So without further ado, my co-host, Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hello, Chad. Hello, Chad. All about the travel scams. I think a popular travel scam that um, some tourist might find themselves in is coming to the U.S. and not being involved in some sort of mass shooting event. Uh, mm. You know, you come to America, you expect a certain treatment, which involves getting potentially getting shot. So if you fly all the way over here from Europe, you know, Asia, Africa, and you don't somehow experience gun violence, people might think that this whole gun violence thing is a scam. Um, welcome to the pod. Uh, that's a nice, nice, soft, fun way to open it up. Um, you can follow us on Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram if you're interested. You can see Chad's van, uh, and you can also see his feet, which I find interesting. He decided to include his feet in the Instagram. So if you're, in, I mean, he has socks on, but if you're into that, you could see that Untranslatable Podcast. We're on Twitter, uh, Untranslatable One, the number one, and then you know, of course, as always, you know, we. Spread a little Most love. importantly, would be to spread the love and give us those five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, we're on YouTube as well. If you're interested in that sort of thing, you know. If, oh, I have my glasses on. There. I got to take those off. If you're interested in that sort of thing, you know. There you go. Um, uh, seriously though, dude, it, the amount of I don't know if this sh- amount of shootings. You know, I've actually been thinking about this. I wonder because when you know, sometimes you'll see I'll see a stat on Twitter and it'll say like. This year there have been, um, you know, you know, it's it's three months into the year and there have been 112, you know, mass shootings or something. Are you like serious? That. No, I just made that up. But I've seen stats <laughs> like that before, okay. and I'm saying I'm and I sometimes I wonder. I was like, hmm, really? That like I I know there obviously happened, but that's a lot. Um, but then, um, you know, but then like I feel like recently. It's just been every day. It's been all just about every day on Twitter. There's some sort of trending article about someone getting about not someone, some group of people getting shot. Like I see it, and I've been wondering. I think I wonder if it always happens as much as I'm seeing it, but social media specifically is ramping up, putting it into the trending category because really, you know, tr- like there are so many like the trending section that's not it's not really just like five or six things trending in the world it's like twitter's like all right what is this person interested in and what are popular news stories happening like in this person's general area about stuff that they're interested in that's what's trending not you know unless it's something huge like michael jackson dying or something i feel like that's uh generally how the trending thing happens and so um i just wonder i just wonder if if uh something about the culture uh, of america's i don't know something about some, some, something is pushing the social media people to be like or, or the the ai the bots to be like let's let's the let's algorithm sh- sh- yeah the algorithm's like let's show let's let's show people really how many shootings are happening in this world because i i wondered i don't even know if it's if it's that more are happening or that I just see about them, uh, see see about them, read about them a lot more. Well, I I can't statistically say you know, but I would imagine um, we we certainly see it a lot. It's a lot more prevalent in the news in general. But at the same time, I don't know. It's I don't know if it was this common in the past. Uh, it's kind of crazy though, Jared. Speaking of um, all that uh, crazy stuff, I started watching a new series on Netflix. Um, and it's called uh, Terrorism Close Calls, and they have oh, a couple geez. episodes. Why would you watch such a thing? <laughs> it's crazy, dude. They have a, a couple episodes that focus on Germany, a, co- a couple on um, these France, are U.S. Like modern day, or, or how far back do they go? Um, 2010, I think, is what when. Okay, it that's modern. I'm, day. I'm sure. I'm sure it's still going on. Oh, you know? of course, of course. It's just crazy though. Like the NSA basically are the ones that have kind of. 
even in Germany, like there there were numerous scenes in the episode with Germany where they were like, yeah, and we uh, have to thank uh, all the support from our allies in the United States with the NSA for all, <laughs> because they were the ones that passed along all this information. Mm. Um, and mm. it's just crazy. Like, you know, it's and it's like three or four dudes. Like, thanks. Wait. How'd you get that information? <laughs> right, right. Well, and then there are there are scenes in the in the series where they're like bugging the apartment. Like you see them at night, like drilling small holes in the walls and like. Do they you still know. do that? I thought it was all just through cell phones and stuff. I didn't know they were going old school, where well, they're uh, tapping. Maybe in two thousand pre or after two thousand ten, maybe they stopped that. But I feel like everyone had cell phones in two thousand ten as well. Well, but, of uh, course they did, but but with the cell phones, can you get? I don't know if you have like a burner flip phone or something. Can you? Mm, I see. I see. You know, because not see. everyone has a smartphone. Not everyone. Yeah, I don't know if you need a smartphone per se, though. But you make a good point, though. I, I would say. Like, I don't know wh- how much they can listen in on. Right, right, right. It's like, yeah, this person's got a new phone every day. We're not going to get full conversations like we're going to get in their house. Right. You know? Exactly. We're here, it's, to, it's, we're here to save the world. This is all in, in the uh, interest of the world. That's how and it's crazy, though, because the, what they themselves. talk about in this series as well, Jared, is that the, the German police have actually more power than the German security. So the German, it's funny because the What's, German... What do you mean poli- German security? What's like the, sec- the German security. NSA, like cybersecurity, counterterrorism... Those oh, like security. When I hear branches. security, I think like a like a mall security. No, we're not talking about <laughs> public here, Jared. <laughs> no, no. Um, you mean the federal agencies? Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. And it's and what was so crazy about it though is they said that uh, the police and the feds have a completely different approach to it. So the police they want to arrest them as quickly as possible. Um, just that because doesn't sound like the police at all. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, tune into Copaganda if you're not sure. Um, one of our last episodes. But anyways, the the other thing is that the uh, security agencies, though, they want to learn what's going on, so they want to wait it out until yeah. it gets to the point when they need to arrest them. Well, that's what they say. If you're getting arrested by federal agencies, you're almost definitely guilty. Like they mm-hmm. they they've collected by the time federal groups whether it be the fbi or the nsa or whatever you know are arresting you they have they already have they're they're like sure <laughs> of of what they're arresting you for at that i'm point. sure they have warrants and all sorts of stuff probably. and cops you know cops on like our police officers on the street are the kings of just making up reasons to arrest people and and, and just you know probable cause this and and oh stop resisting that you know and it, and it's not really and there's no real evidence a lot of times it's more just like a hunch it feels like you know right uh so yeah i'd believe that i'd believe that that's how it would work in other countries too what's Did interesting you, t- mm-hmm, please what's interesting about this series though is a lot of the uh guys who were planning these attacks were actually born in these countries and then they went over to the middle east or uh yeah they all went over to the middle east and then they came back what um, what Whatever happened, by the way, to that QAnon documentary? You, you, you were all hot about it one episode in, and you're, and 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 then you, it never came up again. Did you not? You lost interest. Uh, actually, no, dude. So the and the reason why I haven't given you H, any HBO Max is I can't log into it. Oh, <laughs> what happened? You already logged into it. So I, I have it on my on my PlayStation. Uh huh. And I had it. All the stuff set up, the account was all set up, and it just won't let me log in now. Oh, okay. I don't know why, and I have to, I have to get the info. I have to basically call, or I don't know who I need to call, but I need to figure <laughs> figure out who to contact to actually figure out the uh, the account information. So, having to call a cable company would would be like, you know what? I don't need HBO anymore. I'll just pay right. for it forever and not not figure it out. Well, it was like <laughs> I'd rather those... that than call. It was one of those free things that came with uh, oh, when we upgraded the hotspot. It was like a free thing. I see. So it's, it's yeah. Any, anyways, um, do we want to talk about, though, speaking of, um, actually, well, speaking of nothing, do we want to talk about, uh, completely changing the topic here, some uh, questions I've gotten from my students? I was actually going to ask you if maybe this is too fresh for your G-rated uh, expectations of the classroom. But uh, I, I wondered if, if um, any of your students asked you about guns. 
Actually, I have had a couple of questions about guns. I had a student ask me what is the process. Coolest gun? Oh. Uh, no, not what was the What's coolest the process? Gun. Yeah, That's like hilarious. Buying, buying a gun. Like, what do you um, mean process? Uh, you go, store, and get it. And right. <laughs> right. Or you even go, you don't even have to register it if you go to uh, it's going one of Craigslist. Those, um, yeah, or what's the, um, like a gun Just a show. gun show? Yeah, no background check to show up, buy it and leave. That's the process. Do they do they really not have any background <laughs> checks there? Uh, yeah, there's a well, there's a rule that you don't have to get a background check if you buy a gun at a gun show. That's so wild. Uh, and so you know, theoretically, you have to get it registered yourself. But I mean, you know, who's checking right. you? Right. Yeah, I just told that I'm student. Just saying. I told that student I, I'd never bought a gun, so I wasn't completely sure. That was kind of my little cop out for that one. Yeah, but you know it's easy. <laughs> right. Right. E- even if, like even if you don't know the exact process. Well, I did I did you tell him generally that you need know to, that it's easy and the, what the process is. Well, I told him that you need to bring a driver's license so, <laughs> and probably sign a couple documents cuz I think you have to there's some there's some minuscule background check, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, you, there especially if you in the store I think there is and I know in certain states <clears throat> Like in California, I've heard that like um, there is like a there is a couple day waiting period, but you know obviously that's where the that's where all the libtards are. So you know <laughs> they, what do they know? Um, but uh, yeah, it varies obviously by state to state. But that that that's a question that you'd consider too fresh for your class, and and you just say you need a license, and I've never bought one, so I don't know. Next question. Well, I guess. Uh What's your favorite TV show? Barney. Next question. Right. <laughs> what's um, your favorite beverage? Water. Next question. <laughs> what's your favorite food? Bread. Next question. Um, well, Stop asking me these difficult questions. Okay? I don't know. I think the tricky thing about guns, Jared, you is guys are adults. if you, we can't talk, if you about talk about guns to at least to Americans, it can get it can become a political conversation really quickly. Right. But they asked, where do you how do you get them? They didn't ask for your opinion on on the process of getting them or or anything they just ask how you get get them you know right but you don't think i get additional questions after that from other students uh next question <laughs> <laughs> one of one of my question. uh one of my favorite ones though last week jared this was kind of just a funny one and it took me by surprise was we were we were going over modal verbs in class no you idea know, what you, that is you know what those are those <laughs> um, are um would have should have there we go could have oh is that really true yeah yeah i actually thought those were passive no well no passive is something completely different okay but well uh, i guessed and i got it there we go yeah modal, modal verbs are like it's like a helping verb okay like so, oh, so like the have is is the is the helping mm-hmm. verb yeah See, you got it. I see. You got okay. it. See, I mean, these are terms I don't know, but in theory, I, I understand right. what you're well, saying. I guess since you've learned German, you know modal verbs as well. Yeah, but I, I still wasn't great with the terminology when I was learning. That's uh, fair. German I mean, either. and to be honest, the terminology isn't what's important. What's important is can you use this stuff properly. <laughs> so, so my students, I what I did, what I've been doing lately for my ask me anything, is mm. I've slightly modified it where. I have the students ask me questions, but they need to use certain vocabulary words or verbs. Mm. So since we were talking about modal verbs, I thought, okay, they have to give me modal verbs this week in the question. So one of my students asked me, um, how many cheeseburgers or hamburgers can you eat? And I just thought that question was hilarious. But that doesn't use a uh, modal verb. Can. Oh, I thought it it had to be like... Could. Could is the past tense of can. Okay, I got you. Um, see, I don't understand it. Told you. <laughs> um, how many can you eat? That's a good question. I have, yeah, I have no idea. Like, I was thinking about it. Like, if you had to enter, like, say you had to like enter a competition and be like, all right. Well, we just talked I about food eat. challenges the other day. Too. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, just imagine though, Jared. Like, what if someone told you? I would you, say two is my answer. Okay, two. I would. I would never do that. Because I rather offset that extra hunger with French fries. Oh, for sure. But I could probably eat two. Yeah, yeah. I guess without you well, think too deeply big... about these questions. Of course it does. Of course it does. But I would just say two. That that's what I would right. say. Two. All right. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I'd say if they're small burgers, I'd say four. Is there any? Is there any? Have you ever answered a question without saying? Well, it depends. 
Have Probably you ever not. just answered the question? <laughs> Two. Dose. R. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe. Well, if there's three pickles on there. Yeah. yeah. What size? Of course, obviously, there are size variances and stuff like that. Is but there I'm, ketchup and mustard? Exactly. You know, what kind of cheese is it? Because I do have a slight intolerance to a Swiss, but uh, an American is Give not as bad Gouda. for my gastrointestinal system. Right. <laughs> I had another student ask me to explain, um, could you explain the difference in uh, how uh, steaks are cooked? So, Interesting. That yeah. Is, that is a, I'm not, not specifically American, but that is definitely not a uh, worldwide thing. Like in Europe, a lot of places, it's more like. It's well done, isn't it? No, it's more no. Really, you think no? In Europe, I think it's more. Or a lot of places, it's usually uh, rarer. But also, oh, a lot is? of okay. restaurants I've been to in a lot of European countries, it's like you don't tell us how to prepare it. We, you know, like we did it. Like we know how to do it. You know, it's not. Right. This is not like a by request thing. This is what you ordered, and this is what you, you get. I remember I went to Belgium one time, and I ordered some sort of beef steak related thing, and I and I asked for. Um, maybe medium or something like that. Maybe medium well because I know how the Europeans rare do. And you would like it, sir. Dude, this thing looked straight up rare, like Was rare it walking. Like it, it looked, yeah, it looked like they just went like, oh yeah, all right, go ahead and shoot it and just uh, sear it real quick on the outside, so it's <laughs> got some it color, once, so and it's got some darkness to, go. to it. Um, and so I asked, uh, I was like, could you cook it a little longer? And Uh-oh. they said, and they said, uh, we, yes, yes, we, we, we. And uh, they went away and they came back and it looked uh, exactly the same. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, this is what I deserved. Put it in the microwave for two seconds. Yes. We will Brought warm it, it without a piece, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what were we talking about? What, what Questions the my students were asking me oh, this past right, right, week. Oh, right, right, So how did you explain it? Well, I just said, um, well, I also taught them the slang uh, to, Wait, you, to, to get you it walking. Oh, okay. Get it really rare. Um, that was fun. I always like to, you know, teach them random, like, <laughs> phrases and stuff like that, you know. Well, we do I do a podcast where we talk, you know, we talk about these things all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, I just explained to them that, you know, if you get it rare, it tends to be uh, more pink or red. They don't eat a lot of beef like that. um, Well, you you can get beef in all sorts of ways in China, but they were curious kind of of how, like what you would, and they did ask me, like, what would you recommend at a restaurant? Like if you went to a steak place. When you get beef in in China or when you have gotten beef in China, Mm -hmm. is it usually, is it's not like a piece of meat, like a steak. It's like cut up into some sort Mm -hmm. of dish. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's cut up into some sort of dish, it's usually cooked pretty well done Mm -hmm. yeah or if you get a piece of steak at least a lot of the like if you go to a like a korean barbecue place it'll be like more like strips of steak Mm -hmm. you know and and it's and it's different than like a we get like a slab of meat for like a steak in america Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah Um, that's that's how how we we do it yeah that's that's right that's right so um uh, if it's yeah. if it's not if, if it's under ten ounces, it's it's not a steak, you know. Tell you what though, veal. that can that can certainly be a scam if you're in China, bro. Uh, some places that advertise themselves as steakhouses, they'll uh, charge an arm and a leg, and you get this skinny little fillet, mm. and in the pictures, it looks like an American steak. You got to be yeah. careful. And you have the Salt Bay sprinkling right. salt on it. Salt Bay is it's it's really surprising me that he still is is has like is popping up on my social media all the time did you um what are there sort of any other questions of interest we can can leave it at that we can okay okay shift gears uh i don't know if you have any shout outs i I don't have any shout outs the world's been terrible recently yep nothing good in this world ever happens no good things all bad (laughs) except for the untranslatable uh, podcast exactly and the untranslatables that's true which are idioms proverbs sayings axioms that don't always translate into English on a one-to-one basis, and we are here to decipher those for you. So you want to go ahead and get us started today, Jared? Sure, dude. Uh, I have a Danish one, and it's at sluga in camel. Something about a camel? Mm-hmm. Uh, to swallow a camel. Is that to be sick? 
no. Feeling what? horse? Oh, okay. I, I don't understand how <laughs> <laughs> the joke. <laughs> One's a camel, the other the other's a horse. They're both rideable uh, animals. I don't know. <laughs> that's you a great joke. The I'm joke. Sorry. They're not funny. No, no, that's hilarious, Chad. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're good. <laughs> I'm the idiot, and I didn't get the brilliance behind you're, that. No, joke. you're good. You're good. Uh, to swallow a camel. Sorry, the the rents just left. Mom's getting her second COVID vaccine. Nice. So of course the the dog came up to join the party. Um, can you repeat that? Sorry, to, I just said to swallow a camel. To swallow a camel, uh, and. It, doesn't mean to be sick. Uh, no. Does it mean to say something very offensive? Mm, no, but I'll say swallowing <coughs> a camel is. Uh, oh, sounds like you need to get that second vaccine too. Shit. Um, <laughs> to uh, swallowing a camel is very difficult to do. I would imagine. Um, I'd imagine it's not something you necessarily want to do. Swallowing a camel. It means to accept something that contradicts uh, your ideals or values or or beliefs. Oh, like I got to swallow the camel and finally, you know, accept that racism is bad. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, the first one I have for you today, Jared, is uh, Mandarin. And it is, um, we'll see if I say this right. You won't. Thank you. Chitsu means uh, uh, to eat vinegar. I love how you said, let's see if we if uh, I say this right. Like, now, how do we know if you said it right? Only the <laughs> listeners who speak Mandarin will know. So we'll find out. To what? To eat soup? To did you eat say? vinegar. To eat vinegar? Is that to swallow your pride? Um, Is that no. to be embarrassed? Uh, no. Keep keep going. Just keep rattling these off. You Is might get it. Is that to... Um, to to like put your foot in your mouth is that to uh like hurt someone's feelings um is that you're, to you're getting close um, to insult someone or to be insulted so, well, okay uh, or to, okay let me help you let me try to help you here because you're you're or you're, like to buzz off okay no, go eat vinegar okay so vinegar how how is vinegar jared it's sour okay good okay now think about people and how is they relate that, like, to others you off this person how would you describe someone who's sour? Why might they be sour? Standoffish. They're. Uh, Why might they be standoffish? Because they're they're loud. They're uh, they're uh, they're a bad energy, a bad vibe. This good vibes only, and this I mean, or laid back vibes. Oh right, jeez, I always mess up. Vibes. I always or, mess up. Or, or good vibes only. Also, there's um, no laid back vibes. Nothing laid back vibes no. about your back background too in the big city there. That's, you know, that's true. Bustling vibes. That's true. I should have um, had some, uh, like, a Bluetooth speaker with, like, some honks and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant a Bluetooth... Sorry, when you said Bluetooth speaker, I thought you meant, like, one of those Bluetooth earpieces. Oh, that'd be hilarious, To show too. that you're, like, a, a, a high-class and fast-moving businessman. <laughs> no, I forgot my suit today, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, one of those okay. old-school shark tooths. Anyway, That's right. Uh, uh, to eat vinegar. So, it's sour. Why might someone be sour at another person? Because they rub them the wrong way. They lie to them. Okay. And what do we call it when someone is sour towards another person? Being sour towards another person. Uh, okay. Oh, it, oh, oh. A, um, a, um, uh, it's when you have like a, a vendetta against someone. What's the term I'm looking for? Starts with a J. I don't know. Just tell me. Jealousy. Oh, okay. If you're being jealous, you're eating vinegar. Oh, stop eating vinegar just because that mm -hmm. person got a Ferrari and you right. drive a Pinto. That's right. That's all. Oh, hey, don't be hating on the Pintos though. Do you uh, do you remember that Chris Rock joke where uh, he was? You know the I, I like I I I don't agree, but I understand or whatever. Do you remember that joke? Mm -mm. Have you heard that joke? Oh, okay. It, I don't need to explain it though. But he says Pinto really funny. I don't care if it's a Pinto. <laughs> um, anyway, I have uh, a Vietnamese untranslatable for you, and it's, jeez, uh, you know, well, uh, they have like the sort of phonetic alphabet on top of some of these letters, and my ability to decipher. What is it when there's a hat on top of a uh, an A? Is that a long A, would you say? Go for no. it. I'd say long A. 
No, because a straight line would be a long A. You would have agreed with me no matter what I said. Um, that was a test <laughs> and you failed. Uh, Chan Nam Da Chan Zhu. Right leg kicking the left leg. Hmm. That guy's right leg is kicking his left leg. Uh, give me a clue. Mm, maybe if you see... Uh, if, if you... Uh, Maybe if it's, um, you know, midnight and you're walking down that street there mm-hmm. uh, behind you and what I imagine is New York, you might see a lot of people uh, with their right leg kicking their left leg trying so to get home. It, trying to get home from where? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me, Chad. I don't know. If the, I tell you bar? from where, it's going to... Maybe. Yes, it's the bar that they're coming bar. home from. So why would they be... Shwasted! Yeah. Yeah, their right leg is kicking their left leg. They can't even walk straight. Okay. That uh, that could be a predicament. That is for sure. Uh, could be. Well, here, let me give you, uh, let me give you a, a Portuguese uh, untranslatable. This one is uh, para inglês ver. To speak English something? No, so the English... Uh, oh, para is for English or something? Basically, know. so the English can see it. Mm. That's like you're doing something for someone else's uh, entertainment and not for yourself. Um, well, Don't do okay, this for the okay. English entertainment. Do this why, for yourself. Why would someone do that? What, what would we call a person who does that? An attention hua. I was looking for show off, but I'll take attention. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. What are you an attention? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. You know, you know. Actually, I would say being an attention who uh, might be a, might be a sign while you're traveling that it's like be careful with this person because maybe Ooh. they're attracting attention because there's another person around the corner that's about to pit pocket you because you're distracted by this attention who uh, you know like for example um, a popular you know the, the most I would say the most common go to popular travel scam off the top of your head pitpocketing right oh for sure pickpocketing. And I'd say one of the go-to scams for pitpocketing is some sort of street performance. So what they do is they have, uh, you know, the street performer is in on the scam, and then there's someone that goes around to the audience pitpocketing people while they're enamored by the street performance. Have you heard of that one before? I have. You know what other pickpocketing one I've been uh, hearing about, and I'm going to knock on some wood that Mm. hasn't happened to me, is the uh, spill some ice cream or some ketchup or some other junk on you, and while they're helping you cl- wipe it off, clean it up, somebody else comes up as well, and they you know distract or do whatever, and then you get pickpocketed. Do you know anyone that's been pickpocketed? I'm, I'm sure you haven't been. Uh, actually, you- well, I know a couple people. Uh, yeah, I know three people who were pickpocketed. Uh, one in the Czech Republic, one in Vienna, and one in Barcelona. Were they like a class? What, what what was the scenario? It wasn't like a bump into the shoulder and then because that's, so, that's the Ocean's Eleven version. So one of them, <laughs> the one in Vienna is probably the craziest one. So um, this girl came to visit my roommate. This was the second semester after Jared, unfortunately, had gone back to yeah, uh, school it's too in dangerous. the states. I couldn't afford to get pickpocketed. That's right. And uh, and this girl <laughs> came to visit. She was taking the bus from like near our apartment um, to downtown. And uh, apparently there was this uh, young boy behind her, probably eight to ten years old or so, um, and he said something to her. Um, I think she got her phone out of her purse to look at something, and then uh, when she had turned around to go in the bus, she had forgotten to like uh, shut and zip her purse, and he just grabbed her wallet in there mm, and literally grabbed easy, it as like she a- was walking into the bus, literally kind of like a movie, the door shut. And he he was outside with her wallet, and there goes the bus. <laughs> so, so that Damn. was one. That's uh, a good. That, I mean, that that's a classic one right there. Yep. I, oh, I, actually, I know someone too that got pickpocketed in Paris too, in the uh, uh, subway. Okay. How did it? Was it also uh, what, something like that? Wallet? No, wallet in the back pocket. Just first time really? tourist. Yep. Yep. I I I. I, I <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I I, I the the idea of getting pickpocketed by someone taking a wallet out of my pocket in my head, I'm like, that's not gonna happen to me. 
And then maybe I'm the uh, someone as confident as me as the ex- perfect candidate for it to happen to. But I just cannot imagine that would happen to me. I'm sure you, what, do you, you, you duct tape your wallet to your uh, inner thigh? Is that what you oh, do? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then you duct, duct tape, tape it twice all over you like you're smuggling yeah. it into a different country. Exactly. <laughs> that, that is a tip, actually, that I've or heard. put my uh, cash in my socks. You don't leave your cash in your wallet. Put it in a pocket. Um, you know, keep cash separate from I'm your wallet. I'm old school. I got a money clip when I travel. Okay. Okay. And then you yeah, put it same, in your front pocket. Reason. Yep. And yep. then, you know, what I do is I, I, I'll usually, if I'm in a crowded urban city, um, I'll, I, I'll usually put my wallet. Oh, you know what I tend to do, actually? I, well, I'm giving away my secret. Now Uh-oh. the pickpocketers listening to this are going to find out. me on my next They're adventure and hunt like, me down. All right, yeah, Jerry, let's, fucking idiots. Let's hear it. <laughs> this is how we get them. Um, what I'll do sometimes, depending, like if I'm a club, if I'm in a club or something, I'm, I'll certainly put Which it in Jerry my front po- pocket. Which always in the club. But my, but I tend to be like a like a khaki style pant wearer, wearer. So the front pocket is not necessarily safer because it's not like a jean not pocket. Not for those fat stacks that Jared's. The got. jean pocket is on the top where you like stick your hand into it and they're kind of tight to the. But the khaki pocket, you know, you kind of like slide. It's like a you know yep. you know what I'm talking it's about. It's a little different. The opening is yeah. a little different. But the good thing about a lot of those khaki style pants is that the back pocket usually of a, of a number of my pants has a button over it. So um, sometimes I will stick to the back pocket, even though I might be in a country known for its uh, aggressive and skilled pickpocketers. But I feel comfortable with the but with the button closing the back pocket. Because even if you tried, you couldn't pull the pocket out or the wallet out without undoing the button. And if you're skilled enough to undo my button and steal my my wallet, hats off to you, sir or ma'am. You've earned that wallet. And also, I have no cash. So So you've only inconvenienced me and stolen some uh, useless old wallet. I will also say though too Jared when I travel I also keep a minimum of like cards I have. Like I usually only bring one or two cards with me when I travel. Just in case, you know, if yeah. I were to be pickpocketed or or, you know, um what have you. The one thing that I always wonder is like how people don't get their stuff stolen at the beach all the time. Cuz like if you both maybe are they like do. or do- maybe they yeah, maybe they do. I'm not sure. I think it depends on the beach too, because I bet you it happens a lot in like spring break time. I bet you there's a lot of th- beach theft, but um, but I, I at least when I'm on the beach, it's rare that I'm leaving my stuff on the beach and me and everybody I'm with is going in the water at the same time and right. leaving just our stuff unattended. I can't I can't see that happening. Um. But, but Unless you've uh, had one too many and you take a little nap. I'm hammered That's right now. I've you. always had one too many. <laughs> I've always said one too many. I had one too many three hours ago. I'm there working on this new persona that I'm an alcoholic. You know, there we. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've been watching a lot of Pojack Horseman recently. Oh shit! Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I I, I started it a, like when it first came out, but I just like I do with a lot of TV shows, I kind of just stopped watching it. But I just hear so much talk about it. I'm like, I mean, I did know it was a good show. I need to get back into it. I might it, have so. to rewatch it. So I've been watching it's an it. Interesting series. Um. So what? What are some? So tra- So pickpocketing. Have we That's have we covered one. all there is about pickpocketing? What What have we missed? What are some? What are some? Um. I mean, oh, really, what the have, biggest thing with pickpocketing is don't. I, I know this may sound stupid, but try just not to draw a lot of attention to yourself. That's hilarious. That's you, you know. Uh, uh, well, how would you? How do? You, well, how would you for, try for to? Exa- for example, if you're walking around, Jared, rocking, you know, a, a Louis Vuitton bag and I some. See. A crusty diamond chain. You you have like a one of those Gucci um, uh, fanny packs. Yep, you got a diamond <laughs> encrusted Rolex. <laughs> They're like, oh, this person doesn't need this. Yeah, you know, taking t- taking this stuff from them wouldn't make any difference to them. You know, that's right. how you start thinking as the thief. The other thing too this is obviously asking for it. Don't have your wallet or purse or whatever in a spot that is. You know, it's just easy for somebody to get to because if it's in like your back jeans pocket, if you're in a crowded subway, that thing could be gone so quick and yeah. you might not even know. Or by the, the time you know, it's too late. 
I'd say the subway is probably a hot zone where you got to be extra on your yeah. guard because I really like there's a lot of movement, a lot of commotion, a lot of easy mm-hmm. in and outs. Yep. Well, what I really like, Jared, is the uh, you know stuff in your front pocket, hands in your pockets when you're when you're riding if you can, you know, especially if yeah. you're sitting down. Then, sure. Then you know they they really can't you know take anything. They can't from get you. you. That's you're right. safe now. Or at least you think. Who knows? <laughs> they found a way. That's right. Oh my gosh! They they cut off my pocket with scissors, and I didn't even notice. <laughs> um, what are some other scams you could think of? Well, Jared, I think uh, taxis are obviously a huge one. And the thing with taxis is, a lot of times you can get scammed for uh, a couple different reasons. Number one, I think a lot of cab drivers just think. You're a tourist. You have extra money. You're not going to put up a fuss. You're on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing is, too, is I think some people, if they are new travelers and they're a bit naive when it comes to how to interact with a taxi driver, uh, I, I always recommend, if you can, uh, you know, designate the price of it before you even start the ride. Because in most countries, that will save you from being scammed. Um, yeah, yeah, that that that's a that's that's a good way to go. You know, it's interesting. That's sort of a it, that's I was that I agree with you, but I think also a scam. There's so many ways that they can scam you. The scam could be that they tell you the price up front, and 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 I I've been in a few situations where they tell you the price up front, and it's like, but this taxi has a a meter in it. Mm-hmm. Why why don't we just do it the old fashioned way? Why are you telling me? The pr- the price. Well, that's the other thing you can ask in a lot of places. When there's a meter. Uh. Well, when I was in Bali, Jared, that's what they told us to do. They said uh, if if the cab driver has a meter and it's a legit cab driver, have them use the meter. Yeah, I've I've been in situations like that. Um, it, but but then you, I guess you could solve that by getting the price up front. But that would most likely involve some sort of negotiation because it's probably safe to assume that whatever flat fee they're telling you is probably higher than what the meter would say so i so certainly don't just take whatever they tell you the flat fee is going to be but then uh, you're right another scam would be not agreeing to a price they don't use the meat they like not even talking about price just saying hey can you take me here they Mm -hmm. don't use the meter and then uh they tell you a ridiculous number that's never happened to me because i don't i probably wouldn't let that happen but uh, I've certainly been in a situation where I'm like, I don't know about that number uh, when you first get to a taxi. And usually that's right. probably before I actually get into it. You know, sure. you have this conversation before you actually put your stuff in the trunk and sit down inside. It's really funny, though, Jared, because in, in China, there's a spot in Beijing called San Li Tun. And that's where like a lot of the nightlife is. And at night, it's really hard to get, to get a cab there. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of people end up doing is they'll take their own cars and put like a taxi sticker on it. I shit you not, uh, and then and then they'll offer people rides. Mm-hmm. And you and because these aren't legit cab drivers, you have to haggle and negotiate with them because they don't have a meter either. Um, and sure, I've heard stories of like drunk foreigners like paying crazy <clears throat> amounts of money because they really want to get to the next bar quickly or back to their place right. or whatever. Now, now you're going to get into a fight about prices with someone, you know, while you're uh, three sheets to the wind in a foreign country. <laughs> right. And now you're like, oh, what? I'm not paying that much. And it's like, yeah, that's that's. there's almost no chance of you coming out in a good place in that situation. Exactly. Yeah, and I think the worst part about travel scams is – some of these can put you in a position where, you know, you. I would never encourage any type of physical altercation while abroad or at home, um, you know, because then, <laughs> then you got to get involved it's a bold with... bold statement, Chad. I know, very bold. Um, but that's the thing. Like, I've, I've definitely seen some videos online of, like, uh, you know, people getting fights over ridiculous things. Um, so, you so, know, yeah. a scam I, I've seen you get got by. This mm-hmm. is a classic one that you oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what one, but go ahead. You see this in, the, in a lot of countries, and this is the person coming up to you, then just handing you something. Yep. Uh, and then and then they ask you to either, and then they ask you to sometimes like write your name down on some sort of clipboard or something. But at the end of the day, they're handing you something, and then they expect you to to give them money for it. 
and um chad mr nice guy we saw you get uh, we we yep. experienced you in berlin getting got by that when we were at the at the berlin wall and we were just walking along it obviously a hot tourist area a popular place to be on your guard for any sort of tourist uh tourist shenanigans scam. and uh this woman these women came up to both of us because we look like the americans that we are and um what and they they were and they had were they handing us something or did they have I remember they had the clipboards that they wanted us to they, right. they had a clipboard with a petition and, and uh, I mean I sort of gave it I sort of messed up too and I signed the um, the petition thingy not even thinking about it or did I I think I did but it was a lot easier for me to shake my person regarding the payment that apparently is required if you write your name down Mm -hmm. or maybe I just did like a squiggly line on it or something nice Um, but then you know I think I was just able it was a lot easier for me to (laughs) shake my person regarding the the money and did you you ended up giving him some money didn't you two two euros yeah yeah I mean hey listen Chad don't try to play it off like it's not that much money it's no big deal I shouldn't have given him anything you're right how much money obviously the two euro at the end of the day is no big deal to you more it's the fact that you got got that's <laughs> yeah you're right you're right you know what another travel scam that thankfully i've never gotten got by and never experienced but i've heard about is the uh quote-unquote friendship bracelet um i i've i think i've experienced something like that because oh, oh no i've experienced the um I don't remember where it was, but it's like the, I don't know the the proper term, but like the monk giving you some sort of, um, oh, yep. like trinket or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe we've probably, we've probably were together for that one too, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but, but I have, um, or maybe that was in San Francisco, but, but anyway, I have experienced that. And then you're just kind of in a weird situation where I'm like, shoot, I should not have taken that. So now like, I'm trying to give it back, but they don't want it. They just want money, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to take it back. <laughs> Um, and I don't remember what happened on there, but I've certainly Your been trinkets in trinkets are no good here, sir. But you yeah. just gave me the... Nope, no good here, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, but you do owe me money for that trinket. Let's be clear. Right. Another one that's kind of similar to that, though, Jared, is I've heard of scams where, like, if you're out taking pictures with someone, especially they'll target couples. Yes. Right? And if you're taking a picture of your gal and your gal's taking a picture of you, whatever, <laughs> um, they might say, oh, I'll, I'll take the picture of both yeah, of you. back up a little bit. Yep. Keep and going. And then either, either, yeah, either they take your phone or your camera or, uh, or, or they'll, they'll try to, you know, oh, well, While you need to pay me. Oh, yeah, yeah, to take the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I have not I've definitely heard of the one where it's like yeah I'll take the picture of you all right back up up keep going keep going and then they just sprint away right uh, which doesn't seem like a great you really have to bank on being faster than those people and someone right. else not intervening you that seems like a bold the people you're gonna scam a little bit exactly you got to know it's yeah. like all right these are these these are these are the perfect Americans to run away from <laughs> all right have you heard of this one apparently this one happens in Paris quite a bit uh, they call it the found ring where you're walking. And then someone points out like a nice gold ring on the ground. And I have then, not heard of this one. Okay, so well here, so here, here, here's this is according to the Huff Post uh, travel scams. So um, someone will drop a ring right in front of you um, and ask you if you dropped it. When you say no, she will inspect the ring uh, and prove to you that it's real gold. It isn't. Uh, she'll then offer to sell it to you. Uh, for a much, much higher price than it's worth. I'm sorry, but if you get got by something like that... Yeah, that's pretty dumb. You, you deserve every, have every you penny ever, <laughs> you lose. I'm sorry. Have you ever... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dumb. Have you ever been... Um, have you ever been convinced to believe that a an attractive woman finds you to be a very attractive man that she finds interesting when really... All the time. <laughs> oh, it, oh wait there's a, there's a catch here no i'm just kidding when really there is an uh, ulterior financial financial motive maybe i've certainly i've certainly been in situations where um where uh like a, a, a woman starts flirting with me and i'm like oh hello and i'm like wait a second you are, what are you, way yeah. 
too attractive to yeah. find me attractive. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? What is it? I was it? like, there's no way that now is the time that just a straight up like dime piece is just walking up to me like so obsessed with me that she can't even <laughs> that like she can't help herself. Arm. Yeah, I was like, something seems up here because yeah. this has never happened in normal life before. <laughs> you gotta be careful. And then usually... Um, uh, I've heard of, uh, well, listen, I'm not going to incriminate anyone, but I've certainly heard of people uh, being dragged into a uh, what seems like a, a friendly strip establishment, but turns out that it might be more than just establishment for stripping. Um, yeah, they uh, have lots of scams like by that. By the false premise of a, of a, um, of a, of a casual, uh, easygoing good time. You know, it's a crazy one that happens in China. Is it's the uh, the tea scam? What they'll do is a lot of times at some of the main tourist attractions in Beijing, if you're uh, if you're like a young a couple of young men or a young man chilling there, uh, sometimes one or two very attractive um, Chinese women will come up to you and they'll speak decent English and they'll say, "Oh, hey, we're also tourists. We're coming in from this town for a couple of days. How about we all go get tea together?" Well, the thing is, Jared, is they're they're in cahoots tea. with the <laughs> whoever the tea person is, and they have these menus that basically, basically, what happens is people will people will go in there, right? Uh, the, <laughs> but people, these tourists will go in there and they'll get scammed out of like a couple hundred bucks. Um, How so? What's what's the scam though? So the scam is that they charge you for the tea by the um, by the ounce. So it really is a tea-based scam. I thought at the end of it there was some sort of sexual, not that like, I know, ass, a component. So what? Okay, so you said they go after men specifically for some reason, right? Oh, because they're or, attractive women. That's how they yeah. get you into the store. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I see. Um, that's a weird one. Have you mm-hmm. you see, have you seen that one? I mean, I, not while I was. Well, actually, when I was in Beijing, I did see a couple girls go like up tea to shops. this to this other uh, white dude that was chilling uh, on Tiananmen Square. Uh, and they were talking to him, and I kind of looked, and I was like, "Oh, is this uh, what's going to happen here?" Yeah, I mean, you're a prime candidate for a scam. And, I always and have a mean mug though when I'm out. If I'm out flying solo, you no, know, you, you don't. never know. No, you don't. I, are you serious? Is that? How, are you serious? No, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Maybe because I know you, but I'm like, I don't buy that. But obviously, but. Uh, <laughs> When um, I was what, wearing that black face mask, though, that with that with a pair of shades looks a little, a little, little intimidating. Yeah, maybe. now you look like a federal agent That's protecting right. the uh, the president. Um, oh, a common scam that that we have been warned about on multiple times is the um, is the drug dealer is just the the drug dealer coming up to you on the street. We saw a lot of it in Berlin. Right. Um, Amsterdam, all over the place. You see a lot. Oh, dude, remember that guy that that asked us if we um, if we wanted, what was it, psychedelics right. in Amsterdam that one time? Yep. That dude was the shadiest looking guy yeah, he I've was. ever seen in my life. I mean, that's kind of the <laughs> kind of what you picture in your mind when someone's yeah, like a street drug dealer. It really dealer. was. It was yeah. almost, it was almost like ratty, too... scraggly hair. <laughs> it kind of looked like he might have had what could have been a quote unquote cold sore on his face. Um, yep. but um but i was, he was like looking th- rough dude this is yeah this is like rough. this is like what the in the in the dare uh commercials this is who they tell you is coming up is coming to sell you drugs yeah <laughs> yep. we're like oh no no i don't want anything that's coming out of any of your uh jacket pockets yeah no kidding <laughs> yeah yeah i mean any i think any country you're just it's if you're into that kind of thing I mean, I would not. Just don't. If you're going to do that, you have to. You have to know someone. You you can't. Don't. You should never be getting uh, drugs from a random country off the street. Uh, Because especially, especially you never know what the hell it is. Drug deals in general kind of have to be done. uh, What is it? Covertly. So you're sort of already putting yourself in a dangerous situation by uh, you know having to go you know in a, a. relatively secret place with right. um you know a strange drug dealer <laughs> yeah you know just don't do it just, just a bad do situation. whatever the hell is legal in, in oh we also in we were in um what was it czech republic i think we mm-hmm. got accosted or maybe it was Ber- no i think it might have been maybe it was berlin no i think it might have been like in the center of prague some random guy 
uh, accosted us for for drugs there too. That's yep. another place that I feel Prague. like they made a point to say that they do that a lot. Which is, is funny. Didn't you mention that to me? I did. Yeah, it's because it's one spot in Prague, and it's so funny because it's like right in the middle of Old Town. Yeah, um, yeah. You can't move in that area without bumping into someone. Right. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, there's just so many people there asking. I was like, I don't even understand how this would work. <laughs> well, the reason why, though, too, Jared, is so many people come to Prague, especially a lot of Brits come to Prague as like a stag party or a bachelor party. Mm. Um, so they're in the town to have a good time. And so a lot of these guys, I think, try to, you know, profit off of that. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Here, here's one, though, Jared, this scam, when I read about this, I'm... I'm not gonna lie to you. It creeped me out a little bit and gave me gave me the the heebie-jeebies, as it mm. were. Um, this is called the dropped wallet scam. So either they there's like either someone had already dropped a wallet somewhere and you come across it, people are mm. watching, or someone is walking in front of you and they drop your wallet. What will happen is they'll you'll pick up the wallet, then people will come up to you. And they'll say, oh, that's my wallet. Can I have it back? And you give it back to them. And then they say that they had, I don't know, $50 in their wallet, but there's only $10 in there. Mm. So, we got a problem. Uh, we where's got my, a problem, sir. Where's and my so, money? Where's my so money? So then what, what will happen is they'll get in an argument, and then some police will show up that might be friends dressed like a police officer. Jesus. And, uh, this is elaborate. Yep. Uh, this happens, I guess, in Ukraine and also in Rome. Mm. So they'll come up I feel to like you. Rome and Paris, you can expect every sort of uh, travel oh, for scam sure. to happen. For to sure. You. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's and, just and so London many tourists, too. right? And like exactly. super tourist hubs. Yeah, but the the dropped wallet one's a crazy one. So what they recommend yeah, is if you see a dropped wallet, <clears throat> as terrible as this is, just keep on moving, mind your own yeah. business. I mean, listen, this is why I don't help anyone. You know, I see a person dying, bleeding out on the street. I keep moving. Uh, you're not going to get me. Right. Uh, oh, the other one, Jared. The uh, the uh, I always I always chuckle when I see these dudes, are the uh, like the flower guys, the guys that walk around with either singular oh, roses yeah. or bouquets or whatever. You know what pisses me off too. Some restaurant places or restaurants let you, like let them walk in their restaurant too. Yep. Yep. And uh, they come up to you in a restaurant. And Jared hey. never buys me any roses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chad just looks over at me, and I'm just like, get out of here. Keep it moving. <laughs> I buy my roses from conglomerates from a real floor to people's houses, so I don't have to interact with them. Um, yeah, no, that, that I, is I do a, remember those people. Though, when that, we were those in scams Vienna. work though. I've seen people buy flowers oh, from for these sure. people all the time, for sure. And, and the markup like, on those bad boys, they got to be making. And I was quite like, is this romantic? Because I feel like if I were the the person receiving the the flower from this person, I'd be like, you're an idiot. What, you know, it's, you know, it's <laughs> even less romantic that? than that, Jared. <laughs> when you're having a nice romantic dinner outside, let me paint the picture for you and the listeners. So you're having mm. a nice dinner. It's a, it's a nice summer evening. You know, it's about what seventy degrees. That's what about perfect. Think, 10, yeah. 10 to twelve degrees Celsius for our. Uh, uh, for our uh, non-imperial fans out there, and uh, you're enjoying this nice dinner, and then this uh, this um, you know six seven year old boy comes up to you in tattered clothes, has a very sad look on his face, holds his hands out, says, "Can I have some money for whatever for some food for whatever?" Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're sitting there, and um, we had a, one of our teachers in Austria taught us that a lot of these kids are actually associated with either the mafia or what have you. So when you give them money, you're not actually giving them money towards food or whatever they're telling you. You're giving them money. It goes to so, the Don. Right. So I knew this. So I told the kid to get, you know, scram, get lost, get out of here, <laughs> and uh, talk get about a mood killer on a date. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, if you have to tell a child like, to mm, scram. This is a great one. Get the hell out of well, here. Yeah, I'm not, giving, I'm not giving your mob bosses any money. Right. Um, by the way, just so you know, just at, uh, 12 degrees Celsius is 53 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I'm not even close. Uh, it's probably more like 20, 20. is what you probably want to say. That's where I'm at. Um, yeah, I, you know another scam, quote unquote, which is sometimes a scam. Some I don't even know if it's a scam or not, but this is actually one that I've experienced in the United States, in Philly, and in uh, in New York as well. I think is the kid selling candy or like chocolates Ooh, or something yep. like that. Every now Chocolate. and again, I, you you'll even see the parents like off to the side, 
uh, it's even sadder when you don't see the parent. I can't tell if it's sadder when you see the parent or when you don't see the parent. <laughs> but they're right. both sad. Um, oh, I actually see, saw that once in Birmingham, which is a rich city here in Michigan. I was at this pizza place sitting outside, and there was a kid selling candy. And I legitimately didn't have any uh, any cash. And I felt bad. For some reason, I felt more bad saying no in my home area than I would traveling, you know? Maybe because I feel less like, um, like I feel more comfortable in the environment and like I, I feel like, I, like, I, like I feel like I'm less likely to get fooled or scammed in my mm-hmm. own home <laughs> for some reason, which you is hope. a perfect scam already. Right. Uh, <laughs> clearly, I'm a perfect mark because that's what I believe. Uh, and so, but I didn't have any cash and I legitimately felt bad, but it did sort of feel like a scam. A little bit. Speaking of a kind of a creepy scam I read about, apparently if you are in India, what has happened to some people is they put this software on your laptop or computer. So if you, you know, take your computer to get fixed at a shop that might be a little sketchy, what they can do is there's this type of software where it basically sends what you are typing on the keyboard. So if you buy anything online, they can access all of the stuff you typed in. So your credit card info, your address, your phone Damn, number. That's a high level all, scam. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, but you got to be careful with like who you uh, give your technology to, especially like if you're not there watching what they're doing to it. You know, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of malware and different stuff they can install. Um, I had a, a friend of mine who um, she's pretty sure that uh, she definitely had some of her uh, tech. Uh, some people came into her apartment in China and definitely um, put something on it to monitor whatever she was doing. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, that's so. also that's also like um, you know lo- logging into just random Wi-Fi networks uh, is you, also yeah. another risk there. Definitely, um, because some of like those guest uh, or like uh, Wi-Fi networks, it's like they have they can see what you're going to. Yep. Um, so that's why you, you need know. a VPN. That's why today's episode has been sponsored by... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what is it? Uh, ExpressVPN? Is that what the one that all... Yeah, there's, always, oh, there's uh, all sorts of them. That's yeah. what I used when I was in China. I used Express. I used Nord. There was a third one, too. I forget the third one, but yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, do you have any other scams you'd like to talk about, Chad? I mean, there's, there's lots and lots of them, but I think that the key with most travel scams is you just... You need to try to do some homework before you go somewhere because... Yeah. I think a lot of places they might have different cultural norms, or it might be a language barrier. Uh, one other tip I would I would give to people though is you never want to hand over your passport to someone just because yeah, you know they might be police. Idea. They right um, because I've read stories of some people where they've handed their passport over to have someone take a look at it or whatever. Let and me then, see your papers. Right, and then you have to give them twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, however much money they ask you to get your passport back. Um, in some there countries, are corrupt police officers. In some countries, they uh, like as an American, at least, if you go to, or probably if you're from anyone outside of the country, um, you have to like leave your passport at the at the um, embassy or, or where's you like leave it with the the government essentially, mm-hmm. and you get it on your way out. That scares me. I mean, that's right. not a. I don't know if that's a travel scam per se, but it scares me. I'll say well, that. dude, when I was in China, I didn't have my passport for about twenty days. I couldn't have told you where it was. I gave it to. Yeah. Actually, it's crazy looking back, dude. I gave it to a student. Oh, I who, forgot to record the video. That's okay. What What are you talking about? It's not recording, is it? You're recording on Zoom. Oh, it is. Sorry, yeah, I didn't even see good. it. It didn't show it in the corner for a second. My you're bad. Good. But anyway, so yeah, so I gave it to a student who then gave it to my foreign affairs officer who then gave it to whoever needed a processing in that office who then, like it went through at least, I couldn't even tell you how many hands it went through. Sure. You know, um, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And you crazy, were trapped but, essentially for those 20 days. I mean, yeah, I couldn't go. Yeah, that's kind of, well, I had a paper I could travel with in China. Um, yeah, but you were trapped in China is what I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. 
But yeah, uh, yeah it's you pretty just have crazy. To hope they get it back to you. We'll get that back to you. Don't worry. Exactly. About it. Well, I I thought it, I maybe it was naive, but I thought you know at least I'm with a university affiliated program. I figured it would be okay. And my knock on some wood. Thankfully, it was okay. At least to so my far. knowledge, who knows? Yeah. Maybe someone has <laughs> stolen my identity. They're still maybe they're still in the uh, scheming phase. Like all right, they're now that I've gotten all this information, I need to yeah, I need to build the profile. They're generating a new social security number in your exactly. name. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the other big thing with uh, tourist scams is knowing how to also like communicate with people, but also like keep your like keep your boundaries and stay firm. Like it's it it takes some for, at least for some people it takes some practice being able to tell people no or go and I, away. And I think it's a fine. Li- I think people are also you know there people are also afraid to be like the tourist asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, but you also have to stand up for yourself. You know, oh, for sure. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, it's sort of a mix of both. And, and I've sometimes, sometimes I've, I've gotten pretty good at like just not like you know just walking past someone as if you don't even you know register them. Jared's sometimes great at it. It, he walks by me like that all the time. Sometimes <laughs> that's how I leave it when when we record in person. I just walk out. No that's comment. Right. Sometimes Mic it does drop. feel um cold sometimes but it it does feel like like my own personal like uh you know defense mechanism you know you know i'd rather have a little bit of coldness jared in comparison to potentially getting in an argument with somebody well yeah wasting sure. a bunch of time yeah mm-hmm. the other big the thing old, oh go ahead go ahead the, the other big thing too about travel scams is be very careful with anything involved with like money or just buying things from like random people on the street you know, most places you go to, there will be legitimate businesses where you can buy this stuff, you know. Um, then, you know, I, I would say it's less likely you're getting scammed. Um, and if you're ever in a place where they want to uh, exchange currency with you on the street, it's just a bad idea. Just just don't do it. That could be fake money. I've heard stories of some people in the Czech Republic who would get exchange money. And it turns out it wasn't Czech crowns. It was actually like Bulgarian rubles, which mm-hmm. are basically worthless in the Czech Republic. So... You know, you give somebody a hundred bucks in exchange, and then you end up getting ten dollars back. That's uh, not a great deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've definitely experienced in, in 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 some places in Europe. On a, this is a super small scale, but I remember just like getting random chain coins from not from the wrong currency. Like I remember I got like a Canadian quarter one time, and I'm like, how did this even get into like this is a Euro country. I, like why <laughs> this happened so I, but i mean i don't know if that's a scam maybe it is maybe it's the lowest level of scam you know you get scammed out of 25 cents or something like that but that's definitely happened to me sometimes too that's all right. i got though for sure one other thing too that no, that has gotten me out of a couple of scams um if you are traveling in a country where you actually speak that language uh like there were a few times where i was in germany walking around and uh, some guys like in front of these bars really tried to like get me in there, um, and uh, and when I replied to them in German, they basically just like were like, oh, we thought you were a tourist, and they just kind of let me go, mm-hmm. you know. And there weren't any other questions. So um, I know that maybe isn't the most practical tip because learn a lot of the times, language fluently if right. you, for, to every or country learn, you want to travel to. Or learn a couple to. phrases, maybe. You know, sure. learn a phrase or two. If you could say learn good a couple enough. phrases so good that the, it sounds like you know the language. Right. Well, there was there was <laughs> and then actually you know nothing a, else. <laughs> there's actually like a Trevor Noah joke where he talks about how his accent, I guess, in Spanish is pretty good or something like that. But it's good enough where people think he actually can speak Spanish, so they'll start to speak really quickly. And I guess he his uh, skill set isn't quite there yet or something like that. But yeah, mm. I just think that's hilarious. You know, if you. Because uh, you could memorize a couple phrases and memorize them sure. pretty well and fool some people for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Scam the scammers, Jared. Yeah, that that, that would be some <laughs> high level shit. Every time right? you like you just look for scam situations and somehow try to figure out a way to end up getting money Pickpocket out of them. Pickpocket the pickpocketers. Yeah. Yeah. You steal someone's wallet that they've stolen from someone else off of them. Right. <laughs> Take the taxi Michael driver. Smith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a, that's a random ID. You right. stole this from someone else. Pick up the taxi driver in your own car and drive him somewhere. My parents told me a story of uh, they I think I think maybe their friends in uh, in Paris got uh pit pocketed but i but they were like old, like they used to be some sort of uh poli- like law enforcement 
And so they they noticed and they they uh, sort of uh, Liam it. Did some work on them in, in the train station. I think is what I heard. <laughs> really? Did they find it? <laughs> no, they got caught in the the pitpockers got caught in the act. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. And they Uh-oh. did some. They worked them up a little bit physically. Is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, really? Yeah. Gave them a little humble pie. <laughs> a couple knuckle <laughs> Sammies. All Listen, right. This, there's some a little street justice. There we go. Uh, Nothing all right, wrong dude. with that. Let's close out this episode. All righty. Well, uh, I, all right. Sound, sounds good, I guess. Oh, did you have more you wanted to say? I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't realize I was I mean, stopping I had a you. Co- I had a couple more, but uh, but that's all right. We can, we can save them for later. I do think it would be fun at some point to do a U.S.-focused travel scam episode because we did talk about a lot of general ones, but there are some really interesting... Like here, I'll give you a little teaser, Jared. One U.S. travel scam I found going on in Florida uh, is the Florida fake pizza flyers. Um, so, so we'll, I don't, I don't, I don't we'll just, know what we'll that just is. leave. Well, good. We'll leave it at that. Oh, wow. So you could find out later, Jared. And so can all of our listeners. So, yeah. So thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode. Let us know any other travel scams we missed out on today's episode at untranslatablepodcast@gmail.com, or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one, check us out on Instagram, untranslatable podcast and YouTube as well. And as we like to say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyeme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Yeah, there's a there's quite a few actually U.S. specific travel scams that we haven't uh, mentioned yet, so we can Some, do that one later. Go ahead. Someone I follow on um, on Twitter. Uh, had bought a uh, a Japanese van, like an imported Japanese van. Mm-hmm. I can't think of this is a Toyota Hiace maybe. Here I'm and and uh, and she's been. Uh, hold on, I'll, sh- I'll, sh- I'll show you a picture of it. And she's been uh, tra- doing a, a road trip. This thing looks. I mean, this thing looks dope. It probably doesn't have as much space as like something like what you have. Here I'll send you a picture of just the ins- an inside view of it. But it also it has these sweet sunroofs in it. Like there's oh, three nice. separate sunroofs. Oh, it also nice. has has like uh, peasant blockers shit. that has shades in it. Oh, nice! That and, looks uh, pretty solid. Here, maybe let's see if here here how, here's a do picture. Do you know how much the van costs? Uh, that you can probably get them for fifteen. Really? <clears throat> fifteen grand? Yeah, fifteen to twenty. There are okay. companies that like import them. And, and get them all like legalized okay. and then uh, you can just buy them already legalized from companies this is what it looks legalize like legalize it and it's uh, it, it is right hand drive though it's you know it's, uh, it's from Japan oh that's funny I'll stick with my tranny for now